0: Hi, counseling friends. Are you wondering why you should join the Perks Counseling Content Club? Well, first, it's your one-stop shop for all counseling resources. Imagine having everything from interactive tools and templates to complete tier one, two, and three curriculum kits at your fingertips. Plus, it offers a fantastic community support system and professional development opportunities tailored just for school counselors. So if you're ready to revolutionize your counseling game, join the club today. Trust me, it's a game changer. To join, just go to www.perkscontentclub.com. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. Welcome, counselor friends to our very, very first episode of Counselor Chat. I'm Carol Miller, your host, and I am really so excited to share this time and this space with you. I thought I'd spend today's episode just introducing myself, sharing my background with you, and explaining my why. I'm a 30-year veteran of school counseling. I currently work in an urban school district in upstate New York, and I have worked in all three levels, elementary, middle, high school. The bulk of my time of my 30 years has been pretty much split between working in middle school and high school. And um, it's really only recently that I became an elementary school counselor. I've only been an elementary counselor for the past five years and Right now, I'm working with K through sixth grade. I really do love everything that there is to love about school counseling. And I am just excited today about my career as I was my very first day that I started. I feel a little bit more secure in what I'm doing, but I still go in each day with that same amount of energy. My husband likes to joke around all the time and he likes to say that I am the idiot savant of school counseling. He always tells people, yeah, she does school counseling really well. Other things though, eh, it's like questionable. Thanks Mark. I appreciate your, 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 your confidence in me, but you know, I can do other things too. But in addition to being a school counselor, I'm also a mom and I have three boys they are all college students, but they all live at home. And that is crazy amongst itself. I'm also the mom to Lucy, our dog, and our two cats. And they take up a crazy amount of time because they are all very, very needy. I love them all, wouldn't trade them in for a bit. When I'm not doing things related to school counseling, I don't know what else I'm doing. I'm always doing something related to school counseling, but I guess you could find me like doing stuff with my family and just hanging out with some friends. I, um, when I first became a school counselor, uh, I, well, I didn't always want to be a school counselor to tell you the truth. When I first was going to school, and as an undergrad, I was actually all about biology and pre-med and, you know, blood and guts and gross things. And I really loved it. But then I became a little bit more involved and I realized I didn't like waking up at three o'clock in the morning and I didn't like being on call all the time. And that kind of did it in for me. You know, I decided that there was much more to life that I wanted to do besides live around biology and and being a doctor. And I looked out for other things that just had a calling around the same time that I was questioning, like, what do I want to do? I really became involved with student activities on campus. And I was involved in student government and some other things and, The woman that was in charge of all the campus activities, her name was Nancy Graham. And I thought Nancy had the most perfect job in the world. She got to work with students. She was doing fun things. I loved the hours that she worked. I was all about it. So I asked her, I'm like, Nancy, how did you become the director of student activities? And she looked at me and she simply said, I had to be a school counselor first. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I was a school counselor first. I was like, a school counselor. And so, of course, I had to go and research and find out all there was to know about school counseling. And the very next day I went in and I changed my major from biology to anthropology. And I'll tell you why. As I started researching and looking at different programs, who has school counseling? Where could I go? Where could I study this? What do I need to do? One of the majors that was, a requ- that they asked for was either bio, excuse me, not biology, was either psychology, sociology, or anthropology. And because I had more credits in anthropology than sociology or psychology, I changed my major to that. And from there, I haven't looked back. After I graduated with my degree in anthropology from SUNY Albany, I went on to Sage Graduate School in Troy to study guidance and counseling. And it was there that I really did fall in love with everything that there was about school counseling. I had a professor there. His name was Dr. Peter McManus and Dr. McManus just had all these stories. He was pretty amazing. He really, if there was something to be seen or an experience to be had, he had lived it. And he shared those experiences and those stories freely. And as I went on in the program and I did my internship and I started working with kids myself and I got to hear their stories, I fell in love with it even more. But the one thing Dr. McManus always said to us was, as you take your oath to become a school counselor, he's like, you really need to do two things. You have to make a promise to not only serve your students, but you also need to make a promise to serve the profession. I don't think I quite understood what he meant by that at the time, but I always thought, hmm, I need to serve my students and I need to serve the profession. So as I first started out, I went to the school, local school counseling association meetings and I became involved. And then I started um, going to some sessions and they had like a little mini conference. And I said, oh, maybe I can present or maybe I can do th- something to help out. And I really thought that was serving my profession. And then somebody said, why don't you join NISCA? which is our state organization. And I was like, oh, that's $50. And I don't know if I can really afford that. You know, I am a new counselor and I don't really make that much money. And then I realized that, you know what? I want to go to the conference that NISCO is having because there was something there I wanted to learn. And the conference looked pretty cool. So I signed up to go to the conference one year I was about five or six years in. And then I was like, I like this. I learned a lot. Wow. I want to get more involved. And from there on in, I've been a member of NISCA too. And then I joined ASCA. And I became really involved in helping to really promote the profession. And I think that's serving the profession. So not only did I join NISCA, but I became involved in the NISCA organization. You know, I was a volunteer. I also had membership positions. I was the vice um, president of uh, middle-level educators, middle-level school counseling. And then I became the president of NISCA I was the ethics committee chair. I had a lot of roles and I still participate in the conferences and volunteer to present. And I think serving the profession really is about sharing your knowledge and the joys that you have about working with students to others, whether they're other counselors or administrators or people that really don't know what you do. And that became an important part of what I do. That's really one of my whys. And so with that, I think it's so important to serve the profession because that's where we learn and grow. And we actually then become better counselors And we service our students even better. And that's really what the profession is all about. But you really can't be your best in serving students without also serving your profession. And so, my why, I think, for having this podcast is to serve our profession, learning, growing, and trying to really do our best to help kids. And I'm excited to share what I've learned over the past 30 years, as well as hear from some really outstanding Rockstar School Counseling counselors as to what they do in their program so that I get to learn their tips and tricks and hints and how to do things even more efficiently. Because I'm all about saving time and working smarter and not harder because you can work smart without having to put in 18 gazillion hours and you can work smarter by learning how to organize better or how to do things that maybe is a little bit more efficient. And so I'm here to share that with you. A few years ago, I went to um, the Ask the conference in Denver. I've been to a quite a few ASCA conferences, but I remember it being the one in Denver and there was a keynote speaker there and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but I remember his story because it is one that I have truly taken to heart and has become a part of my work as well. And his story was like this, it's about really the forest and its creatures And so every morning in the forest, a lion wakes up and a gazelle wakes up. And every morning when the gazelle, the beautiful, beautiful gazelle wakes up, the gazelle thinks, boy, if I want to live today, I have to run. And I have to run faster than the fastest lion. And when the mighty lion, that beautiful beast, wakes up in the morning says to himself, if I want to eat today, and I want to live, I have to run fast. I have to run faster than the fastest gazelle. And I think what this all means is that we really need to remember what our why is. And then we have to run after it. We have to run as hard and fast and with all our might as we can. We have to remember what it is that we need to do when we wake up in the morning until we go to bed at night and go with it gung-ho with full force. And I think when we do that, we live with such purpose and with such meaning. And our why becomes even deeper and rooted within us. So, my friends, that is a little bit about what I want to do on this podcast: share the wise, and the spark, and the motivation, and the learning with you. I truly cannot wait. Today was a half day in my school, and. I share an office with my co-counselor. Her name is Ashley. You can give her a shout out. Hi, Ash. And we were talking today about just the need for really good professional development. Because, you know, as I'm sure a lot of you are, we're kind of lumped in with everybody else in our district as here's some here's some professional development. Go, go have at it, you know? And it doesn't matter if it's really relevant to us or not, but we're going to partake in it. But I want to focus in on just school counselors or counselors, mental health professionals in their buildings. So, my friends, welcome to the Counselor Chat Podcast. I hope this is one of uh, very many to come along. And, I have a really big ask of you too, if you do not mind. This is a brand new podcast, so a lot of people haven't heard of it. If you have thought, wow, this could be kind of cool and kind of interesting, I would love if you would grab the link and share it with one or two of your counselor besties. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, Your review means the world because in the world of podcasting, it means that somebody might actually get to hear this because reviews will help it come up in a search. So if people are looking for a school counseling podcast in a search. Hopefully with some reviews, this one will actually pop up. So those are the asks that I have of you until next time, until we chat again, have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.